Hey there, I'm Dentrice, your founder of Be Well and Bloom, and I want to welcome you to our Become Challenge, where I share with you reminders, prompts, and guides to better manage and own your anxiousness or your anxiety-related disorders. This information is not a replacement for or is it a form of therapy, and the information is not intended to cure or treat any mental health condition. However, these are proven techniques, strategies, and tools to complement your personal work with your healthcare professional. Today, I want to speak briefly about supporting your partner who may show anxiety symptoms or may have confided in you that they are struggling with anxiousness or they may have disclosed that they have a diagnosed anxiety disorder. When I think about relationships, they are tough. Relationships, they are no joke, guys. It's a lot of unlearning. It's a lot of learning together. It's a lot of supporting each other, challenging your limitations, challenging the person's limitations, communicating well. You know all that is involved in maintaining a healthy relationship. Being in a relationship is not for children. It takes intentional, mature actions that for many of us, we didn't see modeled. And so it's almost like a trial and error situation. What I find um, is that because relationships can naturally be challenging and they force us out of our comfort zone, when we have to deal with a partner who is suffering with mental health challenges or a mental health issue, or they're going through a really difficult period, we sometimes shut down or we dismiss their experience and end up shaming or guilting the other person for something that isn't their fault. And I get it. It's tough understanding what anxiety feels like in the moment, especially if you have not experienced that yourself. If it's not a part of your reality, it can be tough to identify and to understand what the other person is feeling. And even if you have experienced anxiety, you can appreciate that our needs are all different. So your partner would respond different to anxiety than you will, and that's totally okay. But we don't have to make things difficult for our partners or remain clueless or insecure about how we can support them. There are ways that we can be and there are things that we can do and actions that we can engage in to support our partners, even if we aren't a mental health professional or a mental health advocate. And I'm sharing these suggestions for your consideration today as someone who has seen firsthand what having a supportive partner can do to a person who is struggling. I've learned to manage my own anxiety naturally. I've been open about my own anxiety challenge, but it took me some time. It took me a minute to get to this place of wholeness. And in that process, I've lost relationships and I've gained a few relationships that have made it pretty clear to me that it's important that we have safe, understanding and patient friends and loved ones in our lives if we are struggling with any mental health challenge. So I'm coming to you today not only as a therapist, not only as an advocate, but also as someone who suffers with anxiety and has seen firsthand what it's like to have a supportive partner and what it's like not to have a supportive partner when you are going through what you're going through. One of the first things I want you to appreciate is that you cannot fix your partner. Yes, your partner may open up to you. You know, you may experience firsthand the lows of their struggle with anxiety. You may feel the need to be a fixer. I want to reiterate this. We cannot fix others. You cannot fix others 
others. We have to give others the space to want to be healed and to operate at their best. We cannot force our loved ones to go to therapy. We cannot force our loved ones to engage in grounding activities or to consider medication or to consider engaging in relaxation techniques. We can only let them know that we are here for them and there are options and that we are available to walk with them through their journey given the healthy option that they would have chosen. And I know that's easier said than done because in a healthy relationship, you want to see your partner relieved and you want to see them free from their pain and their struggle. But we cannot force others to get the healing that they deserve. So let's say you're seeing your partner having a panic attack or engaging in excessive worrying or you are seeing the physical impact of anxiety on your partner. It is natural for you as someone who is with this person to want to see them relieved of that stress and that struggle. But that want should not overshadow their right to decide how and when they want to get help. You know, a huge issue that I have with trying to fix our partners is that for many, we become our partner's hero and we become the fixer in the relationship. Unbeknownst to us, we begin to cultivate a codependent relationship. So for example, your partner becomes over-dependent on you to help them to regulate their emotions or to be soothed or to receive reassurance. And these in themselves are not bad things. You want to have the, that support in a relationship, but they can become a problem when you realize that there is over-dependence. And so if you aren't around, your partner will not be able to cope or they will not be able to manage their symptoms. If you aren't around, they're not able to regulate their emotions. If you're not around, their episodes become worse. We don't want that type of overdependence. And so appreciate that you can only support and appreciate that the other person in the relationship has to want to be helped and healed and be okay and be fine. We cannot fix others. We can only support our partners. I also want to encourage you to learn as much as you can about what your partner is struggling with and be patient with them. If your partner opens up to you and they share that they are going through XYZ, it's important for you to do your research and find out about the resources on the island or in your community that can help them. And sit with that information. Sit with the information, process the information to better understand the perspective and the reality of your partner's condition. We're speaking about anxiety, but this really applies to anything that your partner is dealing with. So if your partner is dealing with anxiety, you may want to start listening to podcasts about anxiety, start reading online resources, research papers, even common articles about the types of anxieties, the symptoms that have been proven to work, what other people are experiencing for you to understand what the struggle is like and that the struggle may look different for different persons. You may want to go and find out about the counseling center, what is the process um, to get help on the island. You may want to consider is there a support group on the island for anxiety and most importantly encourage treatment. I think we're in a loop as a generation, as a culture, to be consumers of information. We know all the things, know what we each have, what we're each struggling with. We are great with diagnosing ourselves and others, but we aren't advocates for effective treatment. And treatment might look like therapy, 
Treatment might look like physical activities. Treatment might look like medication. Treatment looks different for everybody. It's important that you know the disorder as best as you can. We're not asking you to get a degree in the disorder or the challenge or the mental health condition, but know it, be able to identify it and appreciate the struggles that persons who are experiencing it cope with and encourage them to move beyond just knowing about it and engaging in treatment. And then I want you to be patient with your partner. I think sometimes we become overzealous when we have found new methods and techniques and research that may bring relief to our partner. And we may want them to incorporate all of them in their life and we may become a bit impatient with their progress. Passion is always great, but couple that passion with patience. Know that if you suggest engaging in yoga every day and they only do it once a week, that is okay. Don't become discouraged when they are not progressing on your timeline. One of the ways we can flex our patience muscle is by simply asking our partners a simple question. Hey, I've realized that you haven't been doing XYZ to cope well. How can I help you? Or you can make it a goal for your relationship to engage in activities to manage their anxiety. For example, as a couple, you can do yoga together. As a couple, you can listen to calming music. As a couple, you can do deep breathing exercises together. You can engage in activities yourself to serve as a support. And this, guys, is called positive reinforcement. Another way that we can support our partner is by just having solid communication within the relationship. Good communication is critical, guys. So ask your partner, what do you need from me to help you to manage and cope with your anxiety? And do this often. Just ask them. You're washing the dishes, you're driving, you're eating, you're in the line, the drive-thru by KFC, you guys by the beach, you're having your downtime. Just ask a question. What do you need from me to help you to manage and cope with your anxiety? And most times, persons know what they need from their partner as they're struggling. And if there is trust in that relationship and there's a level of comfort, they will reveal that to you. They may not do that the first three times or five times. You got to be persistent and you have to ask that question as often as possible. They eventually will open up to you if you continue asking. And you may want to consider different ways to ask the same question. How can I help you to manage with your anxiety? Choose moments where your partner is calm or choose moments where your partner is relaxed or choose moments where it's an intimate moment between the both of you. Don't only wait to ask the person that question when they are having an anxiety episode or when they're having a panic attack or when they're going through a worrying episode. You can ask them in that moment, what do you need from me in this moment right now? But also make it a point of interest for you to ask it in moments of calm. Another way that you can support your partner is by working with them to create a wellness plan. I speak a lot about having a personal wellness plan. If you go to therapy, your therapist should inform you of your plan of action, of the wellness plan, of your treatment plan. So if not, you should ask about it. And you should be okay with what is suggested and be open to giving what is referenced and and shared with you, recommended with you a try. So back to what I was speaking about anxiety and supporting your partner. So you want to make sure that you are helping them to create a wellness plan for themselves. We should have a wellness plan for our lives and our wellness plan may look like what we're eating, what we're listening to, what we are engaged in in terms of physical activity, the ways in which we are leaning into the support options around us. We each need to identify and create a wellness plan that feels right for us and a wellness plan that helps us to process our emotions and what is happening in our lives and ultimately 
take care of our mind and body. So when you are in a relationship, it's important that you help your partner follow through on their own wellness plan. And as a couple, it's really cool if you can create a wellness plan together. You may also want to help your partners to go to therapy. You may want to drive them to their appointments. You may want to wait in the parking lot. You may want to wait in the waiting room if the therapist's office has a waiting room. You may want to call the therapist to make the appointment because your partner or your friend may have a hard time making that initial call and doing that initial assessment. But think about the ways that you can help them through their wellness plan. You can play a role in your partner's healing process. And then I want you to remember to take care of yourself. So being in a relationship with someone who experiences feelings of anxiousness can be very stressful and it can be very overwhelming. So I want to challenge you as much as you're supporting your partner, you have to find a release. So think about what helps you to feel energized, mentally healthy, and strong, and lean into those. Do those as often as possible. The reason why I'm stressing that you have to take care of yourself is because we don't want you burnt out and feeling drained, and this is a huge one. We don't want you to feel resentful. A lot of times when we're in partnerships and we are supporting a partner with anything, we're supporting a partner with their dream, we're supporting their partner with a mental health challenge, we're supporting their partner to be better than who they are in this moment, even though we appreciate who they are in this moment, sometimes we can do that at the expense of our own health. And over time, we can develop feelings of possible resentment. And so it's really important that we take care of ourselves. Caring for your mental health may also mean walking away from the relationship if necessary. So there are times that we are with partners who are struggling with anxiety and our partners may engage in negative or abusive behavior. So they may shout at us, they may throw at us accusations, they may threaten us, they may engage in verbal abuse, they cuss us out, they shame us off, they may hit us and we may feel that because they have a mental health challenge, they have anxiety, they've opened up to us that we have to tolerate it, we have to accept it and we have to put up with that negative and abusive behavior under no circumstance is it okay for you to tolerate, accept, or put up with negative and abusive behavior. Even if your partner is having an anxiety episode or they are in the throes of struggling with anxiety or they're having panic attacks, that may cause them to lash out. You can be gentle and supportive of your partner, but not at the expense of your own mental health. As we wrap up today, I just want to remind you that there are simple steps that you can take. There are things that you can do to ensure that you are supporting your partner's mental health and your own in a healthy way. It may feel at times that the mental health challenge may overcloud your relationship when you do feel that way it's time for you to step back or it may be time for you to involve a mental health professional into your relationship experience to really help you and your partner navigate through a very stressful and overwhelming situation especially as we relate to anxiety and you know your partner is more than their anxiety disorder their anxiety challenge their anxiety struggles their 
anxiety episodes. Your partner is more than a label. They are not weak. They are not less than. They are not damaged. They're not a fragile person. And sometimes when we care for our partners, we may feel that the power dynamics within that relationship has shifted. So we may take on the role of caretaker. That is not healthy. We don't want that weird power dynamics within our intimate relationships, especially in our romantic relationships. We're here to support each other. We're on the same level. And just because you're struggling with one thing does not mean that I'm better than you. And you are also struggling with something else. And I'm here to support you just as you are here to support me. And support is going to look different at every phase of our lives and based on the circumstance before us. So know that your partner is more than their anxiety episodes and struggles. They are more than a label. They're more than a diagnosis. There are more than the episodes that you see played out within your relationship. I want to thank you for being here today. Let me know how what I would have shared resonated with you and how you support your partner or even your friend if you're not in a relationship who may be struggling with anxiety. Until next time, I am Dentrice here. Be well and continue blooming.